Good afternoon, church. If you have your Bibles with you, please open them to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. And we will skip uh, a couple of verses and we'll read 14 down to verse 17. And please keep them open. I will be reading from the ESV version. It says here, But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Verse 14, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Can we bow our heads and pray? Ask for the Spirit's illumination. Father, we thank you for this time uh, where we can worship you, we can sing songs to you in praise and adoration, uh, we can read your word aloud without, without any fear. We can study your word, O Lord God, and we can apply and read and understand your word. We pray, Lord, for your Holy Spirit to open our minds, our hearts, as we dive into your uh, word. May we love you more as we learn more about you today. This is our prayer with thanksgiving. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Last night, I really prayed na <laughs> sana wala si Pastor Nomer kasi <laughs> Woo! Pastor Nomer. So, <laughs> buti wala si Pastor Nomer around. And, <laughs> yun. Uh, recap lang from our month's uh, series. Ano yung theme natin for this month? Fight the good fight. So, in chapter 1, recap lang, we learned that as a church, we may experience persecutions no? outside the church, from outside the church. From following Christ, we will experience persecutions. In chapter 2, we learned that persecutions may also exist inside the church. And last week, ano yung topic natin? Fight against false teachings. So that is actually a form of persecution inside the church of God. Why? Because we are being confused. We are led astray from God's will. And today, we will talk about yung persecution within us. So if you observe Paul carefully uh, wrote his letter to Timothy to explain that the persecution is from outside tapos it's also happening inside. And what's important for us to know today is that there's also a battle that we need to fight within us. And that battle is our fight for godliness. That's the blurred and so in our passage, no, he starts off 
with this issue. We have a heart issue. Whether we admit it or not, we all have a heart issue. So we will learn that persecutions come through different kinds of forms. Paul addresses this issue to Timothy. This issue is a unique form of persecution. Because we're, we're fighting it inside of us. Christians now know the will of God through His Word, right? We acquire it through God's Word. And pagka-Christians tayo, we are expected to live for God. We, we read that earlier sa New City Catechism. We live for the glory of God. And so there's a battle within us because we're still in the flesh. And inisaysa ni Paul yun sa atin. So the question for us is, why do we need to fight for godliness? Paul says in verses 1 to 5, understand these things. But understand this, sabi niya, no? That in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. Amazing because this letter was written AD 100 during that time. And until today, up to this point in life, makikita natin na yes, in the last days, it is times of difficulty. It's not easy. It's a difficult path. Understand that there is a presence of godlessness in us. Sabi sa Jeremiah 17, 5-6, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert. Alam yung shrub? Yung bush sa desert. And shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness, uninhabited salt land. Sabi rin dito sa same chapter, The heart is deceitful above all else and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. We have a heart issue. How's your heart? How's your heart? Is your heart slowly turning away from the Lord? Sabi si Genesis, no? To, Old Testament na to. The Lord saw that the weakness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That's why it's very important for us no, to understand yung doctrines natin kanina sa membership class na really, we are totally depraved people. And it starts here in the heart. Eh lahat, di ba, yung sabi ni Jesus, anong lumalabas sa bibig natin, it flows from within. And that shows our hearts. Sometimes, we're careless with words. Sometimes, we're careless with actions. Romans 3, chapter 3, 9, verses 9 to 12. What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become ruthless. No one does good, not even one. This is how serious our problem is. That's why before we go into the passage, gusto ko lang na to present this because Paul carefully wrote this before he presented our tool to fight for godliness. Let us understand first that we are in a generation who lives in godlessness. I think in order for us to appreciate 
and realize the glory and beauty of the gospel, kailangan natin to recognize our wretchedness. That both our heart and mind are evil continually. That's why having the Spirit of God in us, sa ating conversion, changing us from glory to glory, there is a constant battle within us to fight the good fight for godliness. So let's see how it affects you know, our relationships. Tinama dito sa verses 2a to 5, abusive. Disobedient to their parents. Parents, how truthful is this? <laughs> obedient ba yung children natin? <laughs> Mga teens, are we obedient to our parents? And you don't have to answer. <laughs> Ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, solemn with conceit, Lovers of pleasure than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. How's your relationship with your boss? Sa trabaho? Is it marked with godliness? How's your relationship with your parents? How's your relationship with your neighbors? yung godly people? Sating mga villages, Christians. You know, are we godly people? Are are our testimonies? You know, do they reflect Jesus Christ? How's your relationship with your spouse, husbands? How much your relationship with your with your wife? Is it marked with godliness? Wives, how's your relationship with your husbands? How's your relationship with church mates? Do we keep them godly? Do we keep our relationships godly? Kasi klaro eh. If we are, if you see ourselves dito, then that's good news. <laughs> that's good news because we need the gospel. How does it affect naman yung uh, church community? You see here, diba? Um, lovers of pleasure than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Gusto ko sa CEV version, instead of loving God, they will love pleasure. Even though they will make a show of being religious, their religion won't be real. How does that look like today? Religious but not real. The second question for us tonight, now we will answer is, how will we fight this good fight of godliness? How will we fight it? And the Apostle Paul is very clear, nung sinabi niya sa verse 16 actually, that we need God's word. We need to understand the power of God's word. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Kaya niyo bang basahin yung intentions ng heart ng katabi mo ngayon? <laughs> but you know what? The Word of God can. 
the word of God can reveal the intentions of the heart. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Ang sinasabi lang dito, nang hindi kayang ma-divide bone and marrow, kayang i-divide ng word of the Lord. It's very powerful. In Hebrews 11.3, by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. So what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. That displays power. Sabi niya sa Genesis 1.3, God said, let there be light. And there was light. That's how powerful God's word is. And for us to, to fight, yung fight for godliness, we should understand the power of God's word. We should believe in the power of God's word. Ano yung reasons why we don't read our Bibles? Pwede ba natin mentally mag-list tayo ng reasons why we don't read our Bibles? Kasi I listed some. Personally, I, I observed na I don't read the Bible because number one, I don't believe in its power. I don't believe in God's word and its power to change me to change the community where I belong and to change the world where we live. I don't believe in its power. I do not understand its purpose. It's a, it's, it's a big book composed of 66 books. Di ko alam yung purpose. Sabi ni Paul kay Timothy, do not be like that. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed. Paul is just saying, don't be like everyone else. Don't be self-serving. Don't be self-centered. Don't be without control. Don't choose worldly pleasure. Choose God. How many of you today have important meetings, errands to do, but still you chose to go to church today and hear God's word? Sometimes, you know, our priorities reflect who and what we really worship. And I praise God that you are here today for God's word. Yung Bible natin, uh, it was made in a period of 1,500 years, 40 different authors, 66 books, you know, from kings to fishermen to tax collectors. Yet together, they produced a work united in its doctrines, historical viewpoints, ethics, and prophecies. They all point to Jesus Christ. They all point to Jesus Christ. That's why it says here, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. It all points to Jesus. Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God, the face of God, and the exact imprint of His nature. And He upholds the universe by, by the word of His power. That's how powerful God's word is. And for us to battle godlessness and to be godly, we need God's Word. You need to believe in the power of God's Word. Ang isa pang sa reasons kung bakit hindi natin binabasa yung Bibles natin 
It's because we don't realize its relevance. Sometimes, inisip natin, it's an old book. And what I'm reading is, not, is no longer relevant. But as we read the, our passage kanina, we noticed that yung sinabi niya, lovers of self, lovers of money, abusive, it's all happening today. And it is still rev- relevant today. That's why Paul gives us yung solution. That the Word of God is how, is the, is the tool by which we can battle godlessness. Number one, uh, yung power ni Lord, it is for salvation. Verse 15, And how from childhood you have acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through Jesus Christ, through faith in Jesus Christ. Sa five solas natin sa Reformation, we learn and we know that yung unang sola doon, ano? Sola Scriptura, which means Scripture alone, by the Scripture alone. The Bible alone must be and is our highest authority in faith and in practice. Everything else we learn about God, about this world, about His world, and all other authorities should be interpreted in light of Scripture. The Bible gives us everything we need for our theology. Alam mo yung phrase na, Jesus, we love you, kanina, yung song na yun. You know, we can't really sing it in our hearts if we know that we really don't love Him. It's hard to sing that line. Jesus, we love you. And you know, you know, na hindi mo talaga love si Jesus. It's hard. It's hard. But what's amazing is, His love is not dependent on us. That's why the next song is, How He Loves Us. Oh, how He Loves Us. Kasi yun yung love ni Lord, the unconditional. Hindi ka naman niya mamahalin kasi mahal mo siya. He loves you in spite of. It says here in um, 2 Timothy 3.14, But as for you, continue in what you have learned. Young Timothy, young pastor Timothy, there will be times of difficulty in the last days. But as for you, continue in what you have learned. The scriptures. The scriptures. Sino ba si Timothy? He grew in a Christian home. Si Lois, tapos si Eunice, tapos si Timothy. Continue in what you have learned. Praise the Lord, the Philippines is a Christian nation. In fact, the only Christian nation in Southeast Asia, tama ba? In Asia pala. That's amazing. We, we know about Jesus. We see Him in Facebook. <laughs> we know about Him. Our children knows about Him. We pray before we eat. We live in a Christian country. But sabi niya, continue in what you have learned. Because along the way, no, when we get older, parang, uy, marami palang more pleasurable things outside in this world, outside from Christ. That's why continue in what you have learned. Sabi sa Romans 10, 17, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And so he presents to us yung tool. 
for godliness. 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is God-breathed. Isn't that amazing? They're not only words, but it is from God Himself. It is from God Himself. Sabi sa 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 20-21, He spoke He spoke through these men, prophets, apostles. The Holy Spirit guided them as they wrote His Word. Before, sa, New, sa Old Testament, when, when the prophet says, Hear ye, hear ye, this says the Lord. Everyone is attentive. Everyone is fearful. Everyone is, lahat ng attention nila nakatingin sa prophet. Why? Because may high regard sa Bible. Eh. They, have high, they have a high view of the Word of God. Sadly, we don't. We're, we're, we're slowly turning away from that. We no longer put the Bible in the pedestal where it belongs. Highest authority over faith and practice. Kasi tayo, mahilig tayo sa anting-anting. <laughs> mahilig tayo sa mga, you know, worthless myths. And that is sad. Sabi sa Second uh, Timothy 3.12, Indeed, all who desire, all who desire, to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Do we desire to live a godly life? Meron ba tayong desire as a church to live a godly life? Do we have the desire to be a godly church? Amen. Iba? Tingnan ko. Ito yung kapalit eh. When we follow Christ, there will be persecutions. Following Christ comes with a price. How willing are you to follow Christ and suffer persecutions with Him? I, did, I didn't say for Him. I said with Him. Kasi kasama mo siya sa persecutions na yun and He will give you hope. How willing are you Are you presently going through persecutions because of your faith in Christ? Because of you, if you are, I am so proud of you. And I know Jesus is. If you're having persecutions because of your faith in Christ, good job. You're living the Christian life. Kamusta tayo sa office? Kamusta tayo sa workplace? Marami kasi tayong reasons why we don't want to live for Christ. Eh. We have a lot of reasons. I will lose kasi my business opportunity. <laughs> Pera yun, bro. Pera yun. I will lose my opportunity for fame. My friends, I will lose my friends. In fact, I will lose my family. Are you willing to be hated by this world but be loved by Jesus? Kasi mas worthwhile yun, no? Hated by the world but loved by God. Another thing that we need to understand when we battle, when we fight for godliness is the purpose of God's word. Ay, eto pa pala. So, you know, Jesus Christ 
uh, already warned his disciples eh. Whew, napaka-late po. <laughs> ano nangyari dito? <laughs> Wait lang, hindi ko na rin mabasa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> if the world hates you, you know that it, hate, it has hated me before it hated you. Sabi ni Jesus to ah. Sabi ni Jesus to. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, if they crucified me, if they blasphemed me, if they spat on my face, they will also persecute you. This is the cost of discipleship. This is the cost of church. This is the cost of Christian living. That following Christ comes with a price. And are we willing to pay for it? Are we willing to fight for it? Now, until the end, no, we will meet Jesus face to face and He will say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Is that our goal? To be faithful in living our lives for Him? In fighting for godliness? Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. Some of us are even, Lord, Lord, sinunod kita. I just followed your commandment. I just followed your instruction. Pero bakit ganun? Hindi naman, it's not going smoothly. Well, you know, Apostle Paul warned us in 1 John 3.13, Do not be surprised that the world hates you. Do not be surprised. Thank you. Inaayos nila yung fonts for us. <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much. And the man of God, ito yung purpose why, why the word of God was given to us. So again, review lang. <laughs> we should understand the power of God's word to be able to fight uh, this good fight of godliness. And we should be able to understand the purpose of God's word. And that purpose is also for us to serve Him. Second Timothy 3.17 That the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Tanong, how can I serve the church? Brother Nate, how can I serve the church? How can I serve God in the church? Well, marami po. Marami po tayong paraan. Um, but before that, sabi ni Paul, You, however, Timothy, have followed my teaching my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me in Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured. Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. This is, this, this is discipleship, guys. Sharing our lives with each other. You have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness. This is discipleship. Sharing our lives in one another. Sabi sa Deuteronomy 6-7, where eh, dito talaga yung model ng discipleship for the church. Eh. You shall teach them diligently to your children and talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. This is for Israel. And it's actually for the fathers. 
Can you see a raise of hands sa mga fathers po dito na present? Yes. Alright? We have a lot of fathers. You shall teach them diligently to your children. I say this and I ask this with much love and concern po. How are you discipling your family? Kumusta yung discipleship sa bahay? It starts there. Ongoing process po yun ng family. God's Word must be alive in our homes. If we really love God, you know, we should love this. We should love His Word. Sabi sa preaching natin last week from Pastor Abbott, now, we no longer have to indulge ourselves with false teachings, you know. We no longer have to search for them. Ah, ito yung mali, ito yung tama, ito yung mali. Sabi nga niya, the pastors can do it for you. What we must do is to immerse ourselves in Christ. And how do we do that? God's Word. God's Word. We can't separate the two. God and His Word. Kasi the Word of God reveals who God is. In the beginning, God. Inulit pa sa Deuteronomy. Chapter 11, verse 19. You shall teach them to your children. Talking of them while you are sitting in your house. Sometimes, ang nakakalungkot sa bahay, we no longer talk. Hindi na tayo nag-uusap sa bahay. And when you're walking by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. I just want to share a personal testimony. Si Daddy kasi, kahit dati naiinis ako, gigisingin niya ako na 7am, anak, 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 devotion, devotion. Dati, hindi ko naiintindihan yun. Dati, inis na inis ako kasi 7am, 9am pa yung pasok ko. Homeschool kasi ako. So, 9am pa yung paces ko. I have to sleep. <laughs> so, si Daddy, gigisingin niya ako na 7am. Kakanta kami ng Steadfast love of the Lord. <laughs> Classic na song, Christian song. And you know, before, what are you doing? Pero right now, Right now that I'm, you know, preaching the word, it just gives me, you know, that gratitude sa kanya for training me <laughs> to walk in God's word. Fathers, fathers, teach them to your children. Disciple your family. Kasi kung family nyo, hindi po anchor dito, man, Where's your family heading? Sorry, I, I, really, I really say this with deep concern. Kasi ito, dito tayo kukuha ng strength. Dito tayo kukuha ng guidance. Dito tayo kukuha ng wisdom. To be the church. To be the church. That's why many Christian homes are destroyed and broken today. Kasi wala na eh. Wala na yung word eh. Natanggal sa equation. Ah, basta ako, I have a good job. I will give him his allowance. May pagkain ako sa table. I'm a good father na. I'm a good mother na. Pag nawala yung Bible, church, we can't be assured of our future. We no longer draw strength, wisdom, guidance, and peace from it. Instead, we are too busy to find strength, wisdom, guidance, and peace in the wrong places while our Bibles are sitting in our shelves gathering dust. 
Where do we go for wisdom? Where do we go for guidance? Where do we go for godliness? God's word. Worship. Worship. You know, in sa Israel kasi, when they worship God, it's, it is always motivational. Eh. It always comes with motives. It, is, it always comes with reason. Why do we worship God? Why do we sing for God? Sabi sa 2 Samuel 22, 2-4, The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold and my refuge, my Savior. You save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy, who is worthy to be praised. And I am saved from my enemies. And down to verse 50, he responds in worship. For this, Lord, for this I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations and sing praises to your name. Sadly, so worship time, do we, do, we, do we have those reasons why we worship God? Do we put that in mind? Do we put that in heart when we worship God? When we sing praises to Him, are we just reading words? Or are we really singing those words from our hearts and understand the meaning of, of those words? We sing songs of praise and adoration with the gospel in mind. With the gospel in mind. Sabi dito, I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, and my refuge, my Savior. Let us sing with the gospel in mind. We do not aim to sing mindlessly. That's why we sing songs such as 10,000 Reasons. So I'll be doing, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity? Who heals all your diseases? Solid, sir. <laughs> Solid. Who forgives all your iniquity? That's why when we worship God, Lord, salamat, you have called us to worship. That's why we call to worship. Tayo. Sing, sing, sing. Why? Because God forgave us in Christ. And that should be our confidence, that should be our reason why we worship God. Pag yung reason, yung motivation why we worship God is not grounded in Scripture, it's not grounded in the Gospel, then, yun, heartless worship yung result. Does our worship to God show how grateful we are or how bored we are. Sometimes when we worship, it's like, what? meeting ako Sabi niya, last time. Let's sing the chorus one, more, one last time, tas three times more. <laughs> Sometimes, we, we're, not, we're not here. Our bodies are here, but our minds, our hearts, Whew, are flying away. <laughs> you know, God calls us to worship so that we can meet Him. Kaya importante yung presence of the Lord eh. Coram Deo. In His presence. Why? 
Because this is the essence of worship. We, we sing, we gather together because we meet God. We meet God. How is our worship? You know, it starts again sa bahay. It starts in the family. Train your children to worship the Lord. Kasi if you don't, it won't matter. Pag nag-16 na sila, 15 na sila, huh? church, worship. But if you start small, you know, when they're young, train them in the Lord. Wow. We are blessed that we have leaders here in our church who exercise that, who practice that in their homes. I want to challenge yung mga hindi nagpa-practice. And lastly, evangelism. So, inside the church, in our homes, but, you know, the perp- one of the purposes of God's Word is to share this good news. To share this good news. Sabi sa Romans 10, 14-17, How then will they call on Him in, in whom they have not believed? Paano sila tatawag sa, sa Kanya na hindi nila pinapanimalaan? And how are they to believe in Him of whom they have not, never heard? How are they to hear without someone preaching? You know, yung Second Timothy chapter, yung buong Second Timothy, yes, it is for Timothy, the young pastor, but it's also for the church. His letter was, you know, circulating sa churches, sa Ephesian churches. Yung pagkasinabing Ephesians, it's not one church in Ephesus. Pagkasinabing Ephesians, it is a group of churches in Ephesus. Some call, some call it classes, some call it cluster ng churches. Ephesians to the churches in Ephesus. So it, it, yung letter ni Timothy, it, it was circulating. That's why it's a challenge for us as a church to really, you know, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. And we can start always sa bahay. Always sa bahay. We have members here no, na kayo lang, kamusta yung mother mo? Kamusta yung father mo? Yung mga kapatid mo? Do they have faith in Christ? Do they have faith in Christ? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? At, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So ito na in verse 17, the power of God's word. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. We know countless missionaries no, na really, really uh, contributed a lot to the missionary journey ng gospel all over the world. And what, some of them, nakapulot na ng tracks. You know yung tracks, gospel tracks? Nakaranas, sino dito nakaranas na magbigay ng tracks? Let's go, sir. Yes. Sino yung mga iniwasan yung mga gospel tracks? <laughs> Yun, sir. Thank you. Salamat sa honesty, sir. Diba? Pag may mga nagbibigay sa campuses, sa bus, sir, libreng babasahin lang po. Sometimes, siniwasan na, uy, <laughs> lalagay sa ano you know lalagay sa sa lap mo 
Niwasan natin. Pero you know, one of the greatest missionaries, I forgot his name, um, na-convert dahil sa gospel tract. We never, no, we can never limit the power of God's word and how it calls us to believe in Christ. So faith comes from hearing the words of Christ. May nakita kong ano, post sa Facebook. If you want to hear the audible voice of God, open your Bible and read it aloud. <laughs> diba? Funny, but whoa, oo nga, no? Because sometimes, Lord, give me a sign. Lord, speak to me. But He has spoken through His Son. Hebrews 1, 1 to 2. He has finally spoken through His Son. Words of Christ. Faith. Preaching. So, to end our series, no? Fighting our good fight of faith. I-include na natin chapter 4. Hindi siya kasama sa chapter 3, but we will include it as a challenge for Breadcom QC. Amen? Uy, parang mahina. Amen? Amen. Ay, mahina pa. <laughs> Fight to, sir. <laughs> we are fighting against godlessness. We are fighting against godlessness. So this is a serious fight for godliness. Are we ready to take on that fight with Scripture? Amen? Amen? So let me read this to you. God's Word. God's Word. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus to judge the living and the dead and by His appearing and His kingdom, preach the Word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. May God bless the preaching of God's Word. Can we pray? Lord God, thank you for your Word. Your Word is powerful, Panginoon, actively involved in our Christian lives. Father, uh, this challenge is not easy. We may face persecutions, Panginoon. We may face hate. But Lord God, our hope is that you will be with us when we preach your word. You will give us the words. You will give us the audacity, the boldness to preach your word to our friends, to our families, in our workplace, and even inside the church. Lord God, teach us to, handle, to rightly handle the word of truth. Lord God, forgive us if many times, Lord God, we, you know, we are ashamed of preaching you, of declaring you to our friends, our families. Forgive us, Lord. We have chosen ourselves over you. Lord God, this is also a call for self-forgetfulness, for selflessness. Teach us to preach your word to the world. As a church, as a young man, as a young woman, Lord, in Christ, in you, teach us, Lord, to faithfully preach your word and to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
Father, we thank you for this challenge kasi because of your Holy Spirit living in us, helping us, guiding us to the truth. Lord God, we will be victorious because of you. And as a church, we accept, Lord, this challenge. We accept, Lord, this uh, call, this charge from you. Help us. We love you. We worship you. We adore you. This is our prayer with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.